What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to break down some surprising trends when it comes to the Chicago Bulls in fourth quarter and in crunch time. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So, one of the things that defined the Chicago Bulls last season was how good they were, or specifically DeMar DeRozan was in, in clutch time um, and in fourth quarter specifically. The Bulls were a team that when things got down the stretch, when in clutch games, which clutch games are are, are judged based off the, the game being within five points with five minutes or less left on the clock. So in clutch games last season, the Chicago Bulls had a record of 25 and 16. They had an offensive rating uh, of 121.7, which was good for third in the league um, at that time. Their defensive rating during the during those clutch games as well was 106.4, which was good enough for 13th in the league. And they had a net rating of plus 15.3, which is really surprising when you look at the Bulls overall having a negative net rating overall last season. Now, that has drastically changed this season so far for the Chicago Bulls. Just go over the raw numbers. It's only been 13 games played, but six out of those 13 games, so almost half of them, have have come or have come down to clutch time um, with it being within five points within the last five minutes of the game. And where the rankings are different at is that the offensive rating for the Bulls are 88.7, which is good for 27th in the league. And their defensive rating is 135.1, which is 29th in the NBA. They also have a net rating of negative 46. They are being outscored in clutch moments by 46 points. Now, that has been uh, inflated a little bit with like a blowout to to the Cavaliers and things like that. But that is highly, highly concerning for a team that is just, just hasn't seemed like the one thing about the Chicago Bulls team so far this season, they've been in every game. They faced some really good competition, and what, whereas last season they really kind of gotten blown, they really kind of got blown out by the better teams in the NBA. They've been in those games this season, but they are playing much worse in the fourth quarter, uh, in in clutch time, and so that is one of the biggest concerns here with the Chicago Bulls early in the season. Now to look at the shooting splits with that last season in clutch moments, the Bulls had a field goal percentage of forty eight percent, which was good enough for third in the league. So far this season, they have a field goal percentage of 39.5% overall from the field, which is good for 21st in the league. Their turnover rate last season was fourth best in clutch moments in the league with 9.2%. So far this season, 13.2%, 21st in the league. They are dead last in opponent field goal percentage in clutch moments, which their their opponents are shooting 61% in clutch moments. It's it's Listen. This is not a good sign and good trend. Now, luckily, I do. Before we pull the sky is falling lever or anything like that, let's be clear. It's early in the season. There's going to be some some regression to the mean, or in this time, improvement to the mean. Hopefully, but it just seems like the Bulls do not have that same punch that they once had in fourth quarters of games. And I, for one, am looking at, and I know not everyone feels the same way, right? Some of this is on the players because the players, especially when you look at the turnover rate. That is something that they have to get together. It's something that we talked about yesterday. They have to play better defense. They have to they have to hold on to turnovers. They have to shoot the ball better. All that is represented in these stats that we have here so far. But with that being said, I still lay a lot of this at coach on coach Billy Donovan. When you look at some of the decision making in the in the in clutch moments of games, it really seems like Billy Donovan is almost 
resigned to just allowing the magic of DeMar DeRozan to really get to work. And when you look even like in that Pels game, that design play that was drawn up, right? That seemingly, I know the Bulls needed uh, uh, three points, but it just, it didn't seem like it was a well-designed play. Now, that's that's gone on in other games as well. And I don't, I'm not with, of the mindset of some player, uh, some fans where they have like just this concept of, oh, Billy Donovan's this horrible coach and he's this. Billy Donovan is still a good NBA coach. He's not a great one, but he's a good NBA coach. But some of this decision-making down the stretch while the players do have their definitely their part in it and they should be held accountable for that, some of this needs to be laid at the feet of the coaching staff overall, right? Even if we don't want to just say Billy Donovan. The schemes, the, 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 the defensive scheme, you can say, and some people will say in the comments and say, hey, it's execution. The players aren't executing. But if you're watching the game and you're seeing this, the schemes are just, they leave a lot to be desired both offensively and defensively, so far in this season. Now, do I think that the Bulls can definitely fix it? I do. And while I'm not, I'm not blaming everything on uh, with the Bulls starting the season 6-7 and seven on just the coaching staff or just these clutch moments, because one could say if the Bulls played better over the course of the full game, they wouldn't even be in clutch moments where the game is that close with the last five minutes left. But there is something going on here with this team that they just don't have the same. Now, I know the East has improved, teams have improved, Things like that. But these are execution pieces of the game that are just falling. And when you look at decisions from Billy Donovan, like not having Patrick Williams out there who played really good defense, really good defense on Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram shot the ball 20-something percent when Patrick Williams was guarding him. When you look at those decision makers, when you look at, and I know a lot of Bulls fans talk about the small ball and blame that on Billy Donovan. I, I am more realistic. I know that that's a, a design of the quality of the roster. Our best players are all guards when it really boils down to it. And Billy Donovan is putting the best players on the court generally. But something has to give. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying at this point a move has to be made or something like that. I still think that the Bulls don't make a huge move during the course of this season. I know a lot of Bulls fans think, oh, well, when the Bulls trade Kobe White, it's not, it's not likely to come there, fellas. It's not likely to come for a player that had an up-and-down inconsistent season and so far this season has been playing worse than last season. So when you look at what the what improvements have to come from the Chicago Bulls, it ha you have to look internally first. I know the Anthony Davis trade rumors and the rumors you can move Kobe and the rumors you can move this are all easy and, and, and they make it feel like, okay, the Bulls can do this and start getting on the right path. It's not likely to happen when you look at what some of these assets, what some of these teams may want in assets, what assets the Bulls do have to trade, and how those assets have performed thus part in the season. You can talk all day about cutting Tony Bradley. All right, we can bring in somebody who's not signed to a current roster right now, but then why are they still a free agent? While I do think Carmelo can definitely help this team out some in some areas, you still have to look at that. Bulls fans, oh, well, you can trade DJ, you can trade Kobe, package him with the Portland pick, but guess what? This Bulls team, for a team that's given up a lot of first-round picks, it's not likely to give up a chance to have a first-round pick that is going to be right outside the lottery. So what this team has to do is the improvements. And the reason why I do talk about the coaching staff so much is because that is something that you can improve. You can improve and make better game plans. You can improve and come up with better defensive schemes. You can improve and come up with better clutch time plays, actually drawing up plays rather than just thinking it's going to be DeMar DeRozan working, do, working his magic like he has so much last season. We came into the season saying that hopefully the team is playing better to where DeMar DeRozan doesn't have to do that and put the team on his back. And isolation ball, I'm telling you right now, especially with the way that we play isolation ball, there are some teams that go into isolation and guess what? Their players still move without the ball. For some reason, 
during experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Clutch moments. When we go into isolation, the other players are just watching. They got the best seats in the house. It's the internal improvements that need to come from the Chicago Bulls to improve the standing of this team. And I don't necessarily mean standing in the Eastern Conference standings. I mean standings in these in these stats, standings in the way that they are looked at, standings in the way that they play. This team has to look at themselves and, and figure out what the fuck are we doing. And again, excuse me for my language. I'm trying my best not to curse as much on this podcast as what I used to. This team is having some serious concerns. Right. And while I'm not a member of the sky is falling Bulls nation. Right. I'm a very still realistic member of, of what this team needs to do in the quality. This team is still it's still a better team than last season. There's still a team that that is playing better largely than last season. But we have to figure out how when the game is, is tight, when the game is close to keep up our defensive intensity. Shoot the ball better for one. Right. That's a big part of this as well. The Bulls, the scoring droughts. The scoring droughts that we go through are mind-boggling because it's not like it's just a little score. Like every team sometimes goes in a, game, in a game or two or on a stretch where they can't score in two or three minutes, but we're looking at the Bulls five, six minutes plus of not being able to score while the other team is still being able to score the ball. These are things that this Bulls team needs to work on. These are things that this Bulls team needs to go in and try to figure the hell out because if we don't, it's going to be a long season. The East has improved very much so. And while we keep getting into these close games, while we keep getting into these, these moments of needing clutch baskets, clutch defense, things like that, the Bulls are not performing in the clutch like we have come to be accustomed to last season. And this is with a drastically improved bench. That is what is also so concerning about this because it's not the bench, right? Generally, the bench performs well and consistent. The bench and sometimes has been more consistent then the starting lineup. So we need to hold our starters accountable. We need to hold our $200 million plus player in, in Zach Levine accountable for stepping up and playing better. Zach Levine had a really good first half against the Pelicans. I don't know where the hell he went in the second half, but listen, you can't keep having these moments. You can't, I'm not going to keep making excuses for this team. We have to figure it out. When you, when you rely on a 33-year-old player who, while Still 33, yes, which is older in the game of basketball, not in life. But a 33-year-old player in DeMar DeRozan, when, when you are in clutch moments, in tight games, basically relying on him to just work magic and not have a game plan, listen, that magic dust wears off at some point in time. And that's not to say that DeMar is, gonna is all of a sudden this bad player. He's not. DeMar DeRozan is not a bad Now I'm not saying that at all. And DeMar DeRozan's isolation does save the Bulls a lot of time. But you can't keep thinking that this magic fairy dust is not going to ever wear off because it's wearing off and we're seeing it. And the way to get that back is you have to coach the team better. You have 
to game plan better. The players have to execute better and more often and more consistently. That's 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 just putting it plainly. That's what needs to happen for this team. And so when we're looking at last year's Bulls versus this year's Bulls, the biggest difference as far as negatives is that clutch factor. Now, I do want to also say, when the Bulls were a great clutch team, people may forget this because it wasn't that in the second half of the season, Lonzo Ball was usually in those rotations because of his defensive versatility and everything that the Bulls did defensively in clutch moments was really predicated by Lonzo Ball not only setting the tone, but his communication on the defensive end. We don't have another player that has, been, that has replaced that thus far in this season. And I know so many Bulls fans are talking. We get it in the comments. Shout out to Rap God Reloaded who leaves it all the time. I think it's him. The Bulls are going to be a 500 team until Lonzo comes back. I'll tell you this right now. When a player's been out of basketball for a, a, a year, 12 months by the time he's come back, he's he's been out of basketball. You can't bet and wait on Lonzo coming back to magically fix this team either because it may take him a minute to get back to being the Lonzo ball we saw if we even see that version this season. This team has to figure this shit the hell out. This team has to figure it out and be, and learn to play better. Learn to, to keep to, if it is them not executing the game plan, they got to execute it. They have to take pride on the defensive side of the ball. And while I have said Zach Levine is having statistically one of his better better defensive seasons of his career, we need that consistently. We need that consistently from everybody. Everybody. And while we're not getting that, we're always going to be put in these situations to where we're going to fail. We're going to fail. And so that's my thought on this. And I want to see, and I know that this Bulls team can do it. I trust that they can come out and play better and execute better in, in clutch time. They, they can do it. I, I trust and believe that this team can. They're way too talented not to. But it's going to take internal improvement for this team to get it. Lonzo isn't walking through that door anytime soon. As much as after the Dalen Terry news, Lonzo Ball stands and now like, oh, that this is a sign Lonzo's coming. It's not. It's not. Lonzo Ball isn't walking through that door to fix anything. A magical trade isn't coming to fix what's going on with the Chicago Bulls team. They have to figure it out. They have to play better. They have to be more consistent. That's my TED Talk. Thank you for joining it, by the way. Uh, the Bulls right now also have dropped two spots in the power rankings from number 13 and number 15. Middle of the pack team in the NBA. I can't even, I can't even, I, there's nothing I can say bad against that right now, right? There's nothing I can do to defend that. The Bulls have not played good at all, right? Well, let me not say they haven't played good at all, but. You know, they haven't played up to the standards that we would expect the Chicago Bulls to play. And it's being and it's evident by what's happening out there on the court. Now, the Bulls, this is their last game at home before they go away again to New Orleans, come back home, I think, for two games. And then they go out for that long road stretch. This Bulls team over the course of this time has to figure it out, because if you go out on the road with that road stretch coming for the Chicago Bulls, if you go out on the road for those, I think it's seven games, six or seven games, and you haven't fixed your fourth quarter defense, and your fourth quarter offense specifically. If you haven't fixed going on the scoring drive, it seems like they fixed now the getting off the slow start, so shout out to the Bulls for that. But they've transitioned that from the slow starts to the bad fourth quarters. The Bulls have to figure this shit the hell out. And if they don't, it's going to be a long season. If they don't, those, t those people that say the Bulls are at best a playing team may very well end up being right. The Bulls have to fix this, and they have to look at themselves to do it because there's not anything or anyone coming that's going to fix this for the Chicago Bulls. They Listen, it's time for uh, those who help themselves right, to figure it the hell out. I know I, I murdered that. God helps those who help themselves. That's the same, right? That's the same. So let's hope that this team can figure it out. Let's hope that this team can improve enough. Let's hope that this team is now with having practices and being at home for a week 
And, you know, Billy Donovan said they've only had shoot around, not full practices. Hopefully now they've had some time to work on the execution of some things in the game plan. Let me know what you guys think on everything down below. Make sure you sound off as well. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail for our mailback episode dropping tomorrow morning, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. Like I like to end everything on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. And see red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.